Well, we're back again today. Like you said, Ministers Unscripted. I like when we get to do this together. I feel like we're comic relief. Uh, no, I'm pretty the, I'm the Dean Martin. You are the Jerry Lewis. <laughs> and I'm not offended by that at all. No, it's totally fine. And I even have the voice for it, but I'm not going to sing. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I also okay. sing like Jerry Lewis, but that's all another story. <laughs> Oh, Lord, here it's we go. It's a good start. But um, today, we're going to talk about being present okay. and enjoying God's presence. Um, so as couples, partners, friends, um, sometimes it's hard to be in the moment, you know, like just kind of being present mm-hmm. as, as we decided. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being free from distractions, from multitasking, from side projects, from, you know, all sorts of, you know, things that kind of come in into play here that keep you from being completely focused um, on the, on and in the moment. So we want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, as uh, as you like to say to me, just be, just just be, like just just sit here and, and stop moving and talking. Just just be here in this moment, which is kind of hard to do. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about being present. Um, not just relationship wise, but being present with our heavenly father and enjoying his presence. So we're going to make an attempt at being present okay, and being in the moment with each other um, and, and being present, and enjoying God's presence. Um, so as per usual, I'm going to start with a question. Oh, here we go. A question for you, my dear. Hope you're ready. It's a good one. I thought about this a whole two minutes. Can you describe what being present means? Come on. To be here now? <laughs> Thank you, Ed Heron. Go ahead. But what else? That, that's all you got for me? I mean, that was enough. Just being, that just was enough being, 20 years ago. Well, yeah, but um, times have changed. No, no, no. Come on. Say to be present, to be aware, to be uh, un, um, uninterrupted, undistracted. Okay. That's not a word. To be not distracted. Yeah. Just to be... Be in the moment. Just to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you chose this because I have so much interrupting to do. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. It's I, be can't, fun. I can't wait. So does that hold true when we talk relationship wise and spiritually? You know, yeah. being in the moment, being un- undeterred. Yes. I'm going to write down, I will, I'm going to talk, I'm going to say my definition that I wrote here and you kind of critique it. Was I supposed to read that? No, 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 not at all. No. Like I was waiting for your answer, but then I wrote my answer. Oh, okay. Okay. um, Because I tend to be um, overly prepared. Okay. And sorry about that. I didn't really read your notes. I just skimmed. Sorry. (laughs) You wait until right now in front of all these people (laughs) to say that? Listen. I didn't do the homework. (laughs) I'm just kind of. All right. So I'm going to answer this question from two different perspectives. So relationship-wise, I think being in the moment requires you to be aware of how you're connecting with another person. Like it's a conscious decision Mm -hmm. um, of how you're you're, you're sort of interacting or interfacing with someone else. Or simply put, it's the level of attention you are giving someone. It's typically unconditional loving and undivided attention. I'm like, all right, I can, I can, I like that. I like yeah, where that's headed. I agree. Um, from from a spiritual standpoint, uh, they're exactly the same. <laughs> okay. They're exactly the same. Um, you know, when we were kind of preparing for this, um, the common word for presence in Hebrew is a word called panim, P-A-N-I-M. 
which is literally translated as face. So when you're thinking about being present with God is literally about being face to face. So when you think about being present and experiencing his presence, you literally are face to face with who he is, all that he is. That's amazing. And everything. Right. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Gold star for me today. I'm just going to cruise the rest of it. That's probably the high water mark. So you're going to have to carry us to the end. All right. I got you. Um, but I think, what, what do you, what do you think? Like, do you think when you talk about, Lord, I want to spend time with you, do you think of it in that frame in terms of being face to face or is it some sort of lofty, you're there and I'm here and never the twain shall meet? So like, again, a with, great golf or is with it? my childhood, uh, perception of stuff, okay. I see him floating on the cloud and him shining his rays down on me as I speak and his wisdom comes back to me. But it's never like. Never. Hey man. No, that's too close. That means you know too much. Cause you know, you only let certain people in here. Exactly. Right. So I think, I think you, that's a good, that's a good segue. Uh, are we done? <laughs> no, I, but I like, I like, I like what you're saying. Um, I think ultimately being present when we talk about, hey, let's spend some time together. It's really, um, I love our children. I'm glad. I love them I'm sure deeply. I, um, I hope that they, they appreciate that. But there are times where it's like, listen, I just need mom yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I understand what you're going through, what you, you may have an issue, but I need this 10 minutes right now, free from distraction, because I need that personally, like relationship wise, mm-hmm. I need to connect. Like you, like I'll be completely honest. There are times where I'll call. Like, hey, I got something I need to talk to you about. And there's a bazillion things happening in the background. And it's like, listen, I'm going to get frustrated in this moment. So I'll just, I'll talk to you later. Because at that moment, I need you to be present. I mean, it, it could be a very selfish thing. And um, and I'm okay admitting that. I enjoy our time together. I enjoy one-on-one time and, and spending time with everyone else. Yeah. But, you know, oftentimes there's that connection that I need where it's like, listen, I, I don't need anyone else. I don't, I don't need any side distractions. I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't need music. I don't need mm-hmm. any, like, I just, I need you. Yeah. Um, Do you want to hear something funny? Sure. There were times that I wouldn't answer the phone <laughs> because I knew that there were other things going on. And then you would get so frustrated and call and call and then leave a message and then text. Like, why are you answering the phone? Because I know you need that attention. And I knew the background that I had. And then I'm like. Oh. So you're just calling me needy. I'm calling you, I'm aware of what you need, and I chose not to answer in hopes that it would avoid a scenario. <laughs> a scenario <laughs> <But> with... <laughs> I was in a no-win situation. Yeah, how'd that work out for yeah. you? Yeah. So I think what we're going to talk about today and spend time talking about is how do we, how do we create space for that connection relationship-wise? with folks that you're in, whether it's, you know, your, your, your family, whether it's your coworkers, um, whether it's folks at church and more importantly, how do you create that space for your interaction with God? Yeah. You know, the pastors talk about often practicing his presence. Mm. Um, and I think we'll kind of, we'll, I don't necessarily know how deep we'll get into that, but we'll, we'll certainly, that concept will certainly come to play, um, during our conversation. So great answers. Um, that you gave. Um, so I have, a, I have another question in, in light of what we've just kind of talked about is as people, as believers, um, how can we how can we live in the moment naturally and spiritually? Like how do we how do we pull that off? 
I'm reading ahead because I want to add something before you go on. I want to make sure it's not covered like I did before. Oh, it's okay. We know how to pivot, so it's totally fine. So listen, so you set up here. Uh, <laughs> you actually put my name here. Uh, you know, can you describe what it means to be present? Mm -hmm. You know, you know what? <laughs> this is so funny. You have every photo of every child at every event of you and I at every event at every milestone at every 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 you have all those photos. Mm -hmm. And there was a point that I was just like, do you remember? Do you remember we were at um, the Crayola factory? Yeah. And I was like, do you believe this guy's over here taking pictures? Like, <laughs> God forbid he marks, you know, his kids having a good time. But instead of like my my argument or my thought was instead of being in the moment with the kids, yeah, right. Like this is something that they're going to remember. Hopefully, you know Jackson remembers the Crayola factory. But I feel like that sometimes when we we are trying to capture that moment in 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 photograph form, that we miss the actual moment that's happening. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't know if that's up here, and you can give me like the high sign or something to stop talking because we'll talk about it later. But I think that's so important. And look, I want to I want to document. Right. Sure. I want to look back and, and look at pictures and, and see how look how pretty and this. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes like we were on the side of that mountain and you were taking all the pictures and I was just like gazing off, you know, yeah. off into the sunset. I'm like, this is beautiful. Like this is something that I may never see again. Yeah. And like, I just wanted to be in the moment. Me and the goat. You and the goat. Me and the goat. Yeah. Being in the moment. I think I think you make a really good point. Um, we talk about distractions and sort of um, you know, how we want to interact with each other. I think that's hugely important to not miss those moments. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, we took Ethan to breakfast uh, two weeks ago. Um, his godfather and I, we, we went to breakfast. And while we're, while we're at breakfast, you know, Ethan's like, oh, I, you know, I want this social media thing or whatever. Um, and his godfather's like, listen, isn't it more important just to make that memory in your head? Mm as opposed to experiencing life through your screen or whatever. And I get, I understand technology and things that nature said, but in that moment, I would rather you and I just connect yeah. as opposed to trying to have some sort of artificial, perfectly, you know, yeah. posed and, and well, sort of, sort of scenario. And I think oftentimes we have that same relationship with God yeah. where it's not from a place of being true yeah. um, or being open and authentic. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's funny, we, we ran into this conversation, the three of us, you know, and at the end of it, it's like, well, social media is not real. Like, it's not real life. Like, this is real life. Like, sitting here eating your pancakes and we talk about, you know, X, Y, Z, it's like, that's real. Right. Said, And that's what I would, that was more enriching and beneficial to all three of us mm -hmm. because we were in that moment, we were connecting heart to heart mm -hmm. um, as opposed to something that was, you know, oh, let me snap a photo of it. Yeah. Um, so I think. <clears throat> Do you think afterwards, though, like take the picture when you're done, like, sure. just to like yeah, and commemorate I'm, or, or yeah. you know, whatever. And I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing it or at all. I mean, trust me, I'm an, I'm an avid, you know, photo taker and things of that nature. Yeah. But I think there's got to be a moment where we engage each other on a very real level. I agree. And we talk about trying to enjoy the presence of God. We have to be able to engage him from a place of truth and not just through something artificial or yeah. something um, sort of carefully crafted. Right. You know, like this moment right now, 
you know, like you said, hey, I, I, I didn't read through all this. Like we're 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 going you can't through have to this say it again. Well, you know, it's all right. It's already out there, and someone's recording it. <laughs> but I think what we're doing is like I'm just giving you the real, you know, my real feeling, my real thought. Yeah. You know, like you said, unscripted. Um, and I think you know that's something that's going to be important as believers that we get to a place where it's like, you know, Lord, it's me and you without any sort of pretense. Um, you know, trying to trying to accomplish some big things. So I'll get back to the, my yeah, original question for question. you yep. um, was how can we as people, believers, live in the moment, both naturally and spiritually? How do we how do we do that? Like what steps do you take or you know, or what should we be doing to be able to say, no, Lord, I am present. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not multitasking, I'm not crafting an email or talking to the person or walking the dog or, or, or doing whatever, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm spending time. And, and not to say that you can't spend time with them while you're doing those things, but to really enjoy someone's presence requires, like we talked about before, undivided attention. You know, you can't serve two masters. That's true. I've heard that. The one that the one that's going to survive is the one that you feed. Is that like the wolf thing? It's, I think they were dogs. But dogs, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. One. Okay. I mean, just like good and evil, right? I think it's the same scenario that they're trying to do. You have good and evil, and which one are you going to feed? Are you going to feed into the evil? Are you going to feed the 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 good? And I think it's the same the same scenario. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I think multitasking is way overrated. Do you ever multitask? Like you try to type an email and talk on the phone, and you type what you're talking instead of typing what you should be typing. From a physiological standpoint, you really can't multitask. You can't. Your brain isn't set up that way. Your brain is set up to complete tasks yes. as they go. Yep. And then check one. And even though you think you're being efficient, you're, you're not. not. I agree with that. Yep. Um, I th- let me answer your question instead of keep Please. getting squirreled. <laughs> um, I, I think I think you have to be um, you have to be obvious. You have to be intentional. Okay. Intentional of, of with being with that person. If you're if if you say I need ten minutes of your time, I'm not going to set a timer and be like, okay, I'm going to give you whatever you need. Um, but I'm also not going to have those distractions. Yeah. We'll shut the, look, we'll hide in the bathroom like we usually do and we'll have a conversation and we'll go sit in the car. Um, but you have to take away all those other distractions. Like you, there's no way that I can give you a hundred percent if I'm only, oh yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I know what it's you're It's incredibly doing. disrespectful. To it, it is. I think uh, me personally, I think it's rude. Yeah. I think so, so many parts of that, like we talk about the amount of time, the limited amount of time that we have together. Yeah. Like if you really think of it, let's just think about this for a second. And I don't mean to bash anybody's job because I'm guilty of it too. Um, I sit at my desk at, at 7.30 and I work until six and I get up and I, you know, I work from yeah. home. So I get up and, you know, flip the clothes or whatever. Um, you do the same thing. You work from, mm-hmm. you know, you get to the office at eight, you're home at 6.30. So that's 50 hours. That's a lot. Right? We're eating dinner as a family. And then we're doing folding clothes while we're watching TV or we're going for a walk. And there's not a lot of individual time. So when you ask for like, like we need the individual time, it has to be intentional. And it's not like I'm going to sit here and fold a load of clothes while you're talking to me. I want this FaceTime with yeah. you. Once you can see my expressions, yeah, you know, I want you to make sure that you understand. Um, All your paraverbals. Yeah, like understand that stuff. And, and I think it's, in, I think to be intentional with with my spouse, especially. Sure. It, but it's the same thing with the kids too. Mm-hmm. And they, they get me while I'm driving, you know, and I'm like, I can't even respond to this, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's intentional in any opportunity that I have that I can spend with 
with you um, as a human. Yeah. Um, I, I want to make sure that I'm giving you all of it and but, not and not. And in those moments, hopefully, it's something that brings joy, or you're enriched, or you feel, you know. I mean, you feel a sense not all of, of our conversations are really that deep, but some of those are good. Like well, those not deep it's not ones even, are important as well. Yeah, I mean, it's not even so much a, a matter of feeling, like just spending time. Oh, yeah. Like just the time is what's enriching. It, oh, yeah. I'm not saying the result of the conversation is going to be like, oh, my gosh, this was earth shattering. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know what? I'm spending time with you. Yeah. So think about how you crave that sort of one on one attention as husband and wife, as, you know, mother to son, mother to daughter, father to son. Father to daughter, imagine how our heavenly Father feels when we don't offer that time to Him. Also, like enjoying His presence is great because He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, but often, how are we? How how often are we giving that? You know that panem, that face to face. Hey God, it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So we talked about being intentional um, and making time. And I think spiritually, like some, like what I wrote down here, we have answers that mirror each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so good. Like making time for each other, being more mindful, becoming single tasked in those moments. Like, Hey, listen, my, the only important thing right now is me to you. Yeah. And typically that connection isn't just cerebral. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a hard thing. Yeah. You know? Um, and typically, you know, you got to show up. I mean, just being present mm-hmm. means a lot. Yeah. And typically when you and I are spending time, it's not like, here's my running checklist of things we need to talk about. It's just, hey, I have I have zero agenda. Yeah. Well, not necessarily zero, but I just want to spend time with you and whatever happens, happens. Um, and I think it's it's funny how both your natural person and your spiritual person will mirror the same things. Like, Lord, you know what? I do need to make time for you. Yeah. I do need to make sure that I'm not distracted and that I'm, I'm giving you all of me here. And I really don't have an agenda other than to just enjoy your presence. Mm-hmm. Like in your presence, like the Bible says, there's fullness of joy. Like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. So if, so if I can tap into a source of happiness by spending time with you, just like I can tap into my natural happiness by spending time with you, mm-hmm. then I should probably do that more. Because mm-hmm. when you don't, then you're kind of, you know, like you said, all harumph, then you have your furrowed brow and you're feeling whatever, you know, and that's when you develop your 11 in your forehead. But ultimately, I think that's something as as believers that we have to be intentional. I said, you have to be mindful when your word level is low. Like, Lord, you know what? There's clearly a disconnect here. I need to spend some more time with you. I'm not getting enough FaceTime. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I see what I did there. High five me. Yeah. and we have to be deliberate in seeking him because it can't always just be, hey, help me, I'm in trouble. Like, that's just, for sure. I just want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. I just want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me? Because you know everything about me. Right. Like, you literally know everything about me. Right. Like, there's nothing I can hide from you. So, if we know that God is omniscient and omnipresent, like we had talked about, mm-hmm. why would we ever have a conversation with him where we weren't? completely totally open and honest like you can't hide from god right you can't hide anything from god so i think being in his presence requires a heart connection and connecting with him from from a place of truth correct i agree with that would you agree with that yeah all right good i'm glad we're on there and i I think the other part here is that you know the way that we sort of live in that moment and, and become more present 
is to pray, to pray and pray and pray. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says pray with, yes, you did the reading, look at you. But to to pray without (laughs) ceasing. And I think it's so important because oftentimes um, we don't do that. Hebrews chapter 10 um, 19 through 23 talks about, you know, come forward and let us draw near to him with true hearts. Like, Lord, I, I want to come to you with a true heart. Like, I want to make I sure. I confused because, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. I saw Matthew and then I saw Isaiah. I'm like, where's he reading? Sorry, I'm sorry. That's not in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just throwing curveballs at you. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I think it's, it's something that um, is very, very real and very true. It's like, hey, you know what? I, I do need to make the effort. Like how often are we making the effort to really spend time? And, you know, but distractions aside, you know, like we know what kind of, you know, like life gets in the way. Like we can't, mm-hmm. like you said, we're busy. We have work. We have, you mm-hmm. know, like who's got this practice or this meet or who's got to go here and, yeah. and all that. So life kind of gets in the way of, you know, having that sort of time with each other. Mm-hmm. But what other, what stops us from having that real definitive, you know, set aside time with God? Like what, what keeps us from doing, from doing that? Um, sin. Clearly. <laughs> right. That's a big one. If, if I'm out there, you know, sinning it up, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sitting anywhere where the Lord is. I'm trying my best not to see his face at all. Lord, don't look. <laughs> right. Because yeah. you can't see anything that I already did. Right. Um, I mean, time. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. I hit, hit you with the big one first. No. Um, time. Right, because you're not making a conscious effort. Yeah. You know, to sit and, and spend time. But those are all things that you can I mean, you have a direct impact on all of that, right? Right. I'm not sure what answer you're looking for. There's nothing that I mean, nothing should stop you from sitting with the Lord. No, I mean I don't I don't think I right. um I don't think I was looking for anything specific. Okay. I was just asking that question. Um, do you think fear plays a part in it? Of course. Like, I'm so ashamed that I, I can't come to you. Yeah, I mean, that's the same sin. I yeah. mean, sin, sin. sin and fear are the same, mm-hmm. I would think. One leads to the other, right? Because now I'm ashamed and I'm fearful. It's yeah. going to strike me down. And I think he gets a bad rap for that. I mean, okay. I think I think oftentimes um, we're looking at our Heavenly Father as a punisher as opposed to protector, provider, lover, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. father figure, nurturer. Um, so I think there's, you know, some things that that we as believers need to kind of take a peek at. Um, Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2 uh, in the Good News Translation says that God is my Savior. I will trust him and not be afraid because the Lord gives me power and strength. He is my Savior. When we think about what enjoying the presence of God means... I think part of it is like, you know what? You are my savior. I mean, it's one thing to say it, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to show it. Yeah. And as savior, as Lord and savior, like I can come to you with, with anything. And typically, you know, if he's a savior, that means he's going to save, save you. Mm-hmm. So spending time in his presence, one of the added benefits here is you get salvation. Yeah. You are saved. 
he gives you a way out. There is a way of an escape. Um, so I, I think that's I think that's so so perfect. Um, First Thessalonians 5 and 17 in the message talks about being cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time and thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. Mm -hmm. You know, practicing the presence of God is exactly what he wants you to do. Yeah. You know, like, it's funny. We, we talk to the kids all the time about um, the benefits of practice. You know, practice, practice, practice. We talking about practice. Yes, <laughs> AI, we're talking about practice. If we spend time and we continue to practice the presence of God, that's the way that our lifestyle will be shaped because he's asking you to do those things. Make sense? Yeah. Just like everything, the dynamic of your relationship will determine the outcome of, you know, of the remainder of, of your life, of that conversation, yeah. whatever it is. Like we talked about how the relationship dynamic changed between my mother and my father, mm -hmm. you know, between the two of us as we as we kind of grow up. Um, like my mom gave me everything that I needed. Mm -hmm. Like in those moments, like mm -hmm. she gave me everything that I needed. And at some point in time, she made a conscious decision to be like, okay, you've had enough of this. Yeah. Now you're going to hear this. Yeah. Now, whether I appreciated in that moment, it was something that was needed. Just like my father was like, nope, in this season, this is what you need. You need to hear me tell you, no, don't be a dummy. Yeah. Hey, stop being stupid. Do the right thing. Here's how you conduct yourself in public. Here's how you act like you have some sense. Here's things. No, pull your pants up. Tuck your shirt in. Make sure your hair's done. Like all those types of things. Oh my um, Sounds like our house. Yeah, I know, doesn't it? Yeah. But all those types of things are what was needed in the moment. But I didn't know that that's what I needed. All I knew is that being in his presence at that moment, I was given exactly what I was going to need to be successful. Yeah. And in our relationship as believers, you may not always get the, you know, the thing that you want, mm -hmm. but you're going to get the thing that you need. Yeah. We thank you for joining us for service today. Before we leave, we would like to give you the opportunity to know Jesus. It's as simple as ABC. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family.